PWP Nation, where wrestling discussion lives. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible Podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the Offended Podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia wants you to believe in real. real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then. And shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauché here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about, from movies to TV to music to sports to gaming to anything, really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauché, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com, where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the Going Off Topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com too. So check it all out there, and I'll catch you on the next topic. Welcome to the Weekly Wrestling Wrap-Up by Offended, presented by PWP Nation. It's your boys, Tricky and Stoutsy. What's up, you fucking marks? What's up? I'm going to give out full disclosure on this episode, because I feel like this might be the most negative episode that we put out. Yeah, probably. And, and we're normally pretty positive about wrestling and you know moving forward, but uh, yeah. this week, uh, it's just really boring and i don't like we've talked about this i think on every podcast we've done this week <laughs> and <laughs> we're gonna get into like a full-blown discussion about it to, on uh offended on friday's episode on just how pop culture everything in pop culture right now has been so intense and just so in your face like with avengers game of thrones playoff hockey and wrestling is just like, hey, yeah, yeah, we're wrestling, and like, yeah, we're kind of boring right now. We're kind of restarting every story right now, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's tough to watch. It is, it is kind of hard to watch right now, and I really think that contributes to, like, everything, like, everything I just said, so we'll talk about that tomorrow. Well, Friday, so. so. But yeah, tomorrow. Actually, that makes sense. Yeah, tomorrow. Jesus Christ. This whole, like, offended phase has gotten me all fucked up on days and dates yeah i don't even know what date is anymore i haven't known the days for hey it's gonna be may or it, it's it's may <laughs> there was like i don't think justin timberlake actually tweeted it but it was like a probably a made-up tweet and he just goes it's justin timberlake twitter i hate may <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. all right
right, all right, all right. Well, should uh, should we start off with our three Money in the Bank matches? Yep, it's Money in the Bank month. Uh, getting prepared for Money in the Bank. Trying really hard to get prepared for Money in the Bank month. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, three matches. It's our matches of the week. Uh, Money in the Bank style. So I guess with that being said, you want to start? Want me to start? Uh, you can go ahead and start. All right. Well, my first match this week is from 2017. I was actually in the attendance because it was there in St. Louis. Uh, a match that a lot of people don't talk about at all is the New Day versus the Usos from 2017. It's kind of the start of like their feud. They're like yeah. four month feud. It ended in a disqualification or a countout, but that match was it's typical New Day Usos match. Just fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, that feud was, I mean, it's one of the best tag team feuds I've ever seen, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I forgot they kicked off in Money in the Bank. Yeah, it was, was awesome. it actually Was it actually on the show, or was it a pre-show uh, match? It was on the, pre -show. Show, match. It was oh, on the wow. show. Look at that. Would you look at that? Yeah, and then the SummerSlam match, the next month's match was the pre-show match. <laughs> I know, right? Makes sense. Right. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but that was the start of their epic rivalry. Was it the second time they rivaled? Was that the first time? Hmm. Want to say the first time? I don't remember. I know they rivaled like when the Usos were like the like you know like their heritage I mean, were... like Usos. Yeah, but um, uh, but this. I can't remember if this was right after. Yeah, this had to be. Yeah, this had to be the first feud because uh, New Day was on Raw. So that makes sense because this is their first, like, SmackDown feud. So were the Usos the heel Usos then at that time? Yeah, they had they had just turned heel, or they had been heel for a while, I think. Okay. I think the that year previous sense. when the brand split started, I think is that's when the Usos turned heel. Yep, that's right. Yeah, and they were the SmackDown tag champs for a while. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, Good that's match. My, that's my first match. Uh, so uh, my match is actually sorry, Buzz Buzz. Uh, this match also involves the Usos, but it was a pre-show from 2013 Money in the Bank against the Shield for the tag titles. That was a pre-show match. Uh huh. Really? It was on the pre-show, but it was like a pretty badass match. Well, yes, the Shield you remember versus that? the Usos. Yeah, for the for the titles, obviously, I think the the, uh, the Shield won. But yeah, it was a badass match, and it was on the pre-show. I forgot that it was on the pre-show until I just looked it up. I wonder if that was around the same time when uh, the, that was when the Shield was getting punished, and they lost on Smack. Their first loss was on the SmackDown when nobody watched SmackDown. Oh yeah, and that's when they, like they put the Undertaker through a table, and they're like, "Yeah, we're punishing you now for doing that," and they're like. It's not our fault that he's old and went like we didn't do anything different. Like, yeah, dumb fucks. So stupid. stupid. I can't believe the Shield. That's just a weird thing to say. The Shield versus the Usos were on a kickoff show. Mm-hmm. For tag titles. That's insane. That's insane yeah. to me. That's literally insane to me. Yeah, it's just crazy that the Usos have like. Obviously, the Shield shouldn't have been on there, but like. The Usos have had so many pre-show matches that are just incredible, like, mm -hmm. over the last, like, you know, five, six years that 
It's like, why did they keep putting them on the pre-show? Unless they were like, oh, well, it's going to be cool because it's the Usos and they put on a good match. It's like, no, you put them on the main card, dumbasses. Mm-hmm. See, like, yeah, if, yes. like, if WWE still had, like, these kickoff shows, like, on a, a network, like, say, like, USA, for example, or just have, like, Sunday Night Heat back, mm-hmm. I would understand because you're trying to get people you're trying to get people to tune into the pay-per-view. That was the whole point of the pre-show. You're trying to get people to buy the pay-per-view. Jeez. Buzz. I know. Snapchat's going off right now for some reason. <laughs> but um fucking that was the whole point. It was just trying to get people to buy the pay-per-view, but now with the WWE network out, it's kind of obsolete to like even have a kickoff show now. And it's right. Like, if you're just going to have the kickoff show, fucking either... I don't even want to say this because I don't want them to do this, but add on, like, another hour to the pay-per-view? I don't know. Like, fuck. Yeah. I don't know. It's... I don't know. I mean, we had... There was a pre-show recently that wasn't too bad. I mean, obviously Mania, but I'm trying to think. If it was Rumble... Oh, it was Fastlane. Yeah, fastly. Where shit was actually happening, and it was actually like making sense, and it's like you're, they're making you tune in to the kickoff show. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What like now? Then, like when you make shit happen on the kickoff show, that makes people have to tune in, and it has to deal with the pay per view that night. Yeah, that's the whole point. That's what Sunday Night Heat was. It had to do with more story being added into the show. Right. And that's like something that the kickoff show never did. They never added to that show that night. No, yeah, it was just like the matches. Yeah, it was basically just like a pre-show, like you watch like before a hockey game or a, any sports game, which like not a lot of people watch. They keep yeah. it on the background as like background noise, basically. Yeah, yeah. So they just did that more often. Right. Actually, did stuff that <clears throat> mattered to the main show than people would probably care more. Cause remember we were fired up. We're like, damn, I think there was like a Kofi segment where we were like, Oh shit. This like, this makes sense. This is cool. Yeah. Because they're like, all right, Kofi, you're wrestling for the title tonight. And it's like, Oh shit. That just got right. added. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Pre-shows are kind of, yeah, a real hit or miss now. I agree. So yeah. What's uh, your second match? My second match is from the 2012 Money in the Bank, the Money in the Bank ladder match where Dolph Ziggler wins. I just remember oh, like I, having a lot of fun watching that match. I feel like he was just in so many that I can't even remember which one that is. Well, it's the one that he actually wins. He hasn't won. That's the only one he's won. Oh yeah, true. Who was all in that match? Oh, who is in that match? It was him. I know Tensai's in the match because there's a part where Tensai like gets mad at him and like chucks him over the announce table. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like <laughs> this is the way Ziggler sells it. It was so fucking awesome. But uh, who is in the match? Let me look it up real quick. Probably like fucking like Del Rio Swagger. Money. A bunch in of those guys. Bank matches. Pulling it up. Going to Wikipedia. Mark Stahl, Eric Stahl, Jordan Stahl. Jared Stahl. All right. It was Cody Rhodes, Damian Sandow, Christian, Tyson Kidd, Sankara, Tensai, Santino Morella, and Dolph Ziggler. Oh, well, so nobody that I said. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Damn. Good for Dolph. 
He was a pretty good. I don't think I was watching too much in 2012, but he was a pretty good Money in the Bank guy, wasn't he? Like when he had the briefcase. Yeah, he made you like he, like in previous years you kind of forget who the Money in the Bank holder is. Like he made it a predominant like thing. Like every time he was out there, he's like, "I'm Money in the Bank. I'm well, Money he was, in the Bank." Like he also had. Did he have Big E and uh, AJ Lee at the time with him when he had the case? Later on, yeah. Like later on later that on. year, they joined him. Okay. AJ I remember that Lee a little bit. Big E, I think, joined them legit like two days apart from each other. Oh, okay. Because I feel like I'd seen pictures or clips of him with the briefcase with those two with him. Yeah. Yeah. And when he catches Which made in there with yeah. him. Yeah. That's right. And I think Big nice, E was nice. like, that's one of his favorite moments like he's ever been a part of. Just because he's like, just to be able to be like in the ring when that crowd pop goes off. He's like, that was right. so cool. And now that's just second fiddle to WrestleMania. <laughs> right. Yeah, now, yeah. Now, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. Good match. Good for Dolph. Glad he's doing his own thing right now, just doing some comedy stuff. Me too. Taking some time away. Good, he needs it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think his contract is up pretty soon, too. Yeah. So, good for him. Mm-hmm. All right, my second match. I don't think you said this last week. John Cena, Kevin Owens? I did not. Yeah, from 2015. Mm-hmm. It was probably like, other than the debut match that like Kevin Owens had on Raw against him, I think this was like my favorite match they had. Because I think they kept feuding after this. They did. My favorite was at Battleground the following month because that was in St. Louis and I was there and I saw it. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I'm biased. Uh, yeah, that's when I was in Florida and The Undertaker fucking decided to come back and I was like, <laughs> that was when I missed The Undertaker returning in St. Louis. Uh, I think like the next year I missed Sting return in St. Louis. That was the year previous. That was the year previous. Or, yeah, I was like, God damn it. I like cannot catch a break on missing <laughs> awesome things in St. Louis. It was terrible. You texted me. You're like, did The Undertaker just really fucking come back? I was like, yeah, because... And you were like, God damn it, I just missed Sting coming back or debuting, and I yeah. missed this. I go, yeah, don't come to any more shows. Cool shit happens when you don't come to shows. Ah, oh, <laughs> man, I was so mad. But, uh, yeah, this Money in the Bank match, uh, I just remember being pretty damn, uh, pretty damn good match. I think it's because I just wanted Kevin Owens to beat the fuck out of John Cena. Mm-hmm. So I was really just over Cena. I'm reading something here. Hold on. Uh... I think this is when Cena pulled out like a couple of new moves. He might have did the springboard stunner. I think so. I think so. I in think he's doing it for a little bit before that, but I think he like brought it back in this match or something. Like he hadn't done maybe, it in a while. Or maybe he did like the little like sunset flip power bomb thingy. Oh yeah, I think he did. And I was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, and people are like, "Cena's putting on good matches now." What? Like, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, kind of like, aside from Punk, obviously, this was kind of the start of like John Cena putting on like classic matches. Like, yeah, here we go. Both superstars brought out new moves from their arsenal, with Owens hitting Cena with a five knuckle shuffle and a moonsault from the top rope, whereas Cena retaliated with a tornado DDT and a sunset flip power pop. <laughs> I love how one of those is a tornado DDT. I know. That's what, like, I literally said it and I pictured John Cena doing it. And it's just like this big block just doing a tornado DDT. It's like one of those wrestlers that like didn't move. Like you can't yeah. move like their like the action figure that couldn't move like their arms. Yeah. That's I just liked, I just liked this feud a lot. Cause I remember it was like Kevin Owens was like, he was kind of being able to go one-on-one with Cena on the mic. And it was just, 
Well, yeah. It's just Kevin Owens just being a badass. Well, he came in and beat Cena cleanly. Like, he's one of the yeah. first people to beat Cena cleanly, and I think it was, like, five years at that time or something like that. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Nuts. Mm-hmm. Nuts. KO, just the man. He is the man. But from that same pay-per-view, for me, my number one match this week uh, was the main event of that Money in the Bank, and it was a ladder match between Ambrose and Rollins for the WWE Championship. Yeah, damn, that was a good match. Match is fucking awesome. That was when Ambrose was, like, on top of the fucking world, like, Uh over, man. Like, he probably should have won over in that match, to be completely honest. Yeah, I was going to say, it wasn't around the, I mean, wasn't like, didn't he go straight from that? Did he go into, like, the Bray feud after that? Uh, yes, yeah. And I think that's when mm-hmm. it was, like, I can't Yeah, because that was the end of his and Rollins' is like, two-year feud. Yeah, um, that, yeah, that's right. Because then, like, Dean went, Dean went into that feud, and it was kind of weird because both guys needed wins. Yeah. I felt like, and it was, like, when they just kept having, like, Bray would lose or, like, Dean would lose at, like, the wrong time, and it just didn't. I think that feud kind of fucked with uh, their characters a bit. So it was like, man, those guys. So, I mean, the feud's awesome. Like, I'd love to see that, but they needed to be in different feuds to where they were like getting the W's to build them up. I'm trying to remember now because, or was it Roman and Bray at first? Because now that I'm thinking back on it, I remember Bray like having that hologram and attacking Ambrose in a Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. Oh, was this the second time they feuded? Like, I re- kind of remember like Ambrose jumping off a ladder at Battleground and putting Bray through a table. Like, yeah, it's got me all fucked up now. No, I think I think it was 2016 they feuded against. Didn't. I think Dean and Seth had their Hell in a Cell match in 2016, and then that's when because I think that's when no because uh, that was when um, or maybe it was because that's the match where uh, what's his name Bray did the hologram. I'm looking it up because now I'm now I'm fucking curious. I think that's it. Or maybe it was. Maybe it was fifteen. Uh, oh, so the money in the bank match was not the end to their feud. Um, I guess that was Reigns that did that. I don't fucking know. I'm all fucked up now. I'm all sorts of confused. Battleground 2014. What was the matches? Mm. That says no. That's the year previous. Jesus Christ! Okay, so yeah, they did. Uh, it was Ambrose and Wyatt a year prior when Wyatt attacked Ambrose in the Hell in the Cell. And then we fast forward a year to where Ambrose returned the feud with Rollins and then lost. And then I think he did wrestle Bray again at Battleground. 
It's weird. Yeah. It's yeah, because then, the then at SummerSlam, it was Ambrose and Reigns versus Wyatt and Harper. Uh, yeah, that's right. Jesus Christ. What a clusterfuck of wrestling. No shit. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, I remember Ambrose doing like an elbow drop off of Wyatt off the ladder. I remember Wyatt was kind of selling like it fucking like really hurt. Like, instead of acting dead, Wyatt was like punching the mat because he was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Right. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Jesus. It's weird how like my memory works with wrestling. Like, it's weird. Just fucking... Too much bouncing around for me. <laughs> Shit. Well, and fucking, I, the Battleground pay-per-view always just, like, I've never really liked. Yeah. And it just always messes me up now, especially now that we got, like, Money in the Bank's first now, and I keep thinking, like, wait, when was Money in the Bank? It used like, to always be, three like, years right ago. in the middle of summer. Yeah, it was, like, June, mm-hmm. It was always June or July. And now it's, like, right after, right after WrestleMania, which I kind of like, in a way, because... I mean, I mean that's what I wanted to talk about actually right before we did went into our wrap or our like weekly wrap up. But uh, so I'll get into why I like it. But what's your what's your last match? Uh, my last match. I am ill prepared for this right now. Um, jeez, <laughs> uh, Louise. Oh, I'm looking through. For some reason, Money in the Bank 2016 clicked a bell for me. Trying to think of a match from there. One sack. I'm looking. I'm looking. Mark Stahl. Eric Stahl. Jordan Stahl. uh, No, I'll throw this one out there. The uh, Fatal 4-Way tag match from 16 with uh, New Day, uh, Gallows and Anderson, the the Vaude villains, and then two guys, uh, Enzo and Cass? You know those guys? Who? Uh, Enzo and Cass. Who? They used to like come out and kind of do some weird. Who stuff. Joey? Who Joey Janela wants to beat the shit out of? Haha! <laughs> yeah, and I would he love should. To see it. And he should. But I do actually remember that being a pretty uh, intense match. Was that the match where that Enzo got hurt? No, I think it was at Extreme Rules, and I think they redid it at Money in the Bank. Uh, that's right. I think so. That's right. Because I think this was the – no, this didn't start the the reign for New Day. When did they start their reign? The long – like the year-long reign? Yeah, that like started was like a that, summer – was it SummerSlam? SummerSlam 15, I think. 15? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, okay. Now I remember this match because this was uh, pretty close to SummerSlam because this was June. And I remember thinking they were going to lose because I thought they wouldn't like – make it a whole year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a new day. And fucking Gals and Anderson when they used to matter. Oh, wait. They're back. The fucking, fuck Enzo. Fuck Cass. Yeah, you know, nice little fatal four-way tag match. I didn't have any, th- I, I didn't have a third one prepared. I couldn't think. <laughs> I couldn't so think. I, <laughs> I just shot up my boys the new day for, I don't know. Man, that's create The villains no longer people. Yeah, Enzo I mean, and Cass. Aiden's just announcing on 205 Live now. Yeah, Simon Gotch is an doing... idiot. Yeah. He's a fucking asshole. Like, 
Yeah. I met a, like he's a fucking just jerk off. Like he's a yeah, he jerk is. off. Like and yeah. I when I met him at Starcast, he was like, Who the hell is this band? They suck. They're fucking terrible. I would never have this band here. I'm like, You're a pleasant person, Simon Gotch. Like <laughs> And I'm like, You're full and I wanted to kinda I I wish I would have said like I think you know who they are because I mean they sing like everybody's theme song. Like they sing Dolph's Mrs. Cody's like come on. Yeah. Come on. I know you're not trying to be a mark, but I think you know who they are, Simon. You're just you're a pleasant person, Simon. He's a fucking douchebag. Oh uh, yeah. He's the one that cut that like whatever uh promo about WWE after he left or something. Yeah. Wasn't he? Yeah. yeah he got fired immediately. He got fired. Like, no, like, warning. There's, like, you're fucking gone because you're being a dickhead. Like, like yeah. apparently, like, he's been, he was such a dick backstage. That wasn't, like, to the point of, like, they couldn't do anything to him. But they were just, like, they were getting annoyed. And they had, like, some, I forget what he did exactly. But he did something backstage. And, like, all right, you're done. Bye. Like, see you. Bye. Yeah. And then... Of course, then when Enzo started acting out, because they didn't like each other. Right. And he was like, see, I told everybody, I told everybody. And it's like, no, you're still a dick. You're just like, you both are fucking idiots. And just get away. (laughs) Like, Go fight over there. (laughs) Yeah, just leave. You're not going to be anything anyway. Get out of here. Worked out for Aiden English for a bit. Yeah, for a little bit. (laughs) Through Seth Day. Anyway. What I was going to say about Money in the Bank was, though real quick uh is that i kind of like it after wrestlemania because money in the bank was always like a reset on like the wrestling stories anyways right so if you're gonna reset everything might as well keep it all together and just keep it all within the same month like right after mania true so that's what i like kind of like about it because i've always thought it was kind of like everything after money in the bank was kind of like it was different. It was changing, and like it gets you set for like SummerSlam or whatever. Yeah. Now it's... in a way, this could get us set for the summer, and then go in the SummerSlam. True. So is there no backlash pay per view anymore? No, that got canceled, and now it's uh, I forget what it is, what it's called. They said there's a new name for it, but it's kind of like if you're gonna have backlash, it should be after WrestleMania or SummerSlam, like. Yeah, that's because that's what Bowman said. He goes, so is there just no backlash? Because backlash is where you're supposed to like have the like rematches or like the you know the revenge yeah. stories. But I, I was mean, like, I don't even know if they're doing it anymore. What are they gonna name it? Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> well, in a way, it's like what the Superstar Shakeup and makes backlash kind of obsolete, and that's kind of the dilemma they ran into last year is where they had the shakeup, and now you're still having these matches though at backlash right. that were like intertwining both shows, so. I understand it from that perspective, why you move Money in the Bank to here then, too, because it's basically, it's a reset, it's a reboot on all the stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. of course, you have, like, your main, like, championship stories you can move forward with, but other than that, like, everything else is being reset. Right. Yeah. See if it works out. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into the wrap-up this week. Uh, big story coming off uh, last night. Mr. Uh, We're starting off with a bang. We are starting off with a bang because I want to start off with a bang because everything else is going to be negative. So, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uncle Dino is dead, but John Moxley is back, baby. 
What a fucking video. I know. Just breaking out of like a prison. Like he's like, I'm out. I'm free. Like. What, what, what do we say to Vince McMahon's insane asylum? Not, Not today. today. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Not today, brother. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. John Moxley's back. Yeah. Gotta yeah, work on man. that impression. Uh, <laughs> when I. <laughs> Yeah, man, when I saw it, uh, so I texted you. I was like, um, what's going on? Because like I texted you at first when he put it up there. His bio still showed his WWE link. Mm-hmm. So I got why people were kind of like, oh, maybe they are going to full repackage him. But obviously it was just a matter of getting that taken off. and Because mm-hmm. like two, three minutes after I texted you, or yeah, after I texted you the thing, it was no longer on there, so... I was like, ah, okay, well, that shuts down any of the WWE repackaging rumors. Yeah. No, they and they wouldn't repackage Ambrose, too, because he's fucking part of the Shield, so it's like... To yeah, me, it'd be... That's dumb. a character, like, you just can't repackage, in my opinion. No. It's like, if you couldn't repackage... You'd, I guess you could somewhat repackage Dean Ambrose and just make him be John Moxley, just without the name, and still be a lunatic, pretty much, but... Which is what they should have let him do but they they just did a pg version of it like you're gonna be a lunatic yeah okay neat yeah and you were like is this for wwe i'm like well there was blood in the video so probably not (laughs) (laughs) yeah then i had a nice little comment that i don't want (laughs) to i just won't repeat (laughs) but it was kind of funny uh yeah i know i saw that and i was like god damn it that's so like that's so sad how true that is though like the little bit of blood on the arm it's like come on like that that like wwe actually would get bothered by that it's like jesus grow up yeah no no shit but uh this makes me wonder uh so obviously i think he did it on his own and i think it was just him just telling everybody look john moxley's back yeah i think so too i don't think it was for like any promotion yet however I could see him maybe going to a couple like independent promotions here and there, just popping up, kind of like what everybody's doing for AEW right now. Mm-hmm. I just see him going to AEW. Like that's just, I just see him going there because I think, fucking, if memory serves me correctly, I thought there was something that Cody said that he likes working with Ambrose, and I know. Moxley, I'm gonna call him Mox. I'm just gonna try so hard not to call him Ambrose anymore. But fucking. Yes. Moxley and Jericho get along really well. So that's yeah. I think I think that's your selling point right there. Jericho's just gonna like get on the phone with him and be like, Hey, come work for us. We got you. Yeah, definitely. And I know uh Cody like came out a couple weeks ago and was kinda like, you know, this isn't just like a we're not just looking for like free passes for WWE guys and stuff like that. That's not our thing. But obviously, you know, when you have someone, you know, like John Moxley, it's like you're not going to pass that up, right? You know, you're definitely you're going to go for some guys if you if you can get them and you know they're going to make a difference, yeah, for sure. But you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I think he'll pop up on some indie the indie scene a little bit. And somebody did point out in that uh, in that video there was the dice that said two five, Ooh. which is the uh, the twenty fifth. You know, that's the um, double or nothing date. The dice said two five on there. Yeah, the dice. Uh, the one dice was a two, and the other one was a five that he walks by. Oh. So, 
Yeah. I guess we're all just a bunch of marks thinking he's going to AEW, UJCD, aren't we? <laughs> Meh. Uh, how come nobody wants Goldberg to go there? Shut up. Shut up, you New Yorker. Because nobody <laughs> likes Goldberg. Yeah, nobody gives a shit about Goldberg. People were pissed um, when Goldberg beat Owens for the title. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think he definitely ends up there. I mean, I hope he does. I mean, Fuck yeah. holy shit. It'd be it's awesome. going to be incredible. It'd be fucking yeah. awesome if he ends up there. Yeah, man. Good for him. And that, dude, that video was just so. That just goes to show that, like, you know, people that are like, well, you know, Dean's not doing anything with this, you know, or he's not doing anything with the Dean Ambrose character. You know, he's got to, like, figure something out. It's like, dude, he's. They're fucking pigeonholing him. Like, there's only so much he can do that they're going to let him do. Like, to be. You can't call a guy a lunatic and then only give him, like, you know, an inch to play with. Like, how is he supposed to make, how are you supposed to make that, like, believable in a PG right. written show? You know, right. like, there's only so much he could do. And that it's only, like, not only that, it's just, like, fucking, I, th- to me, it's almost, I was, I, th- I, don't, I think I said this to you, to me, it makes me seem like, it makes me think that Ambrose was going to AEW and that's why WWE fucking did not give him a match at WrestleMania. They kind of shit on him on his way out and like they didn't do anything special with him except just get the shit kicked out of him. And the shield thing, you almost think like that was a request of Roman to like, or Seth to be like, we want to do the shield one more time. Like, right. Like, yeah, definitely. Because you're telling me that Dean Ambrose is one of the most popular wrestlers like in the company like he doesn't get a WrestleMania match. Right. <laughs> well, and they obviously didn't give a shit because like after the rumors that, or after the came out that he's probably going to be, you know, that he's not doing his contract when he started doing like promos and stuff, they were just like, we were kind of like really enjoying it. Cause they probably were just like, fuck it. You know what? Dean, whatever, go do what you want. We it don't d- care. It kind of seemed like, like he didn't care, but at the yeah. same time, like he was putting some effort into it because he was pissed off. Like, right. Yeah. Well, I just imagine, like, I wonder, he definitely, there's probably a, a meeting with Vince at some point about this. Mm-hmm. And I can just see Ambrose putting it all out on the table, and Vince just in his chair, like, well, you, you know, like, confused, like, well, well, uh, well, what do you want me to do? What, you know, what am I supposed to do? Blah, blah, And, like, you know, like, playing the whole Vince card, like, you know, we have a story, we gotta stick with it, you know, you just gotta write it out, and, like, Ambrose mm-hmm. just being like, no, dude, like, this isn't it. Like, this is not, nothing you're doing with me is working. Like, you're I think I could see Ambrose calling him out like you're thinking the crowd is dumber or is dumb and they're not. Well, it's like, it's really funny because like years ago, Ambrose used to always be, he used to always say yes. I remember like he- listening to a podcast with him and he was like, I've never told anybody no. It was like, whatever right. they want me to do, I'll say yes. I'll do it. I'll do it for them. Like, I don't care. And yeah. I remember, I think it was Stone Cold that was like, stand up for yourself. Like fucking, this was on like Stone Cold's regular podcast though, not like on right. the network the, one. The network one, yeah. Where Stone Cold's like, "Fucking stand up for yourself. Fucking tell them though. Don't let right. them like. Don't say yes to everything that you're doing." And I remember right. Austin. I think like I think this was a f- few months ago. Austin was saying like how like the wrestlers are too afraid to say no to like some shit now, and I feel like mm-hmm. he's saying yes, yes, yes to everything. Yeah. Well, we kind of pointed out a little bit last week when we were talking about. Uh like Ciampa, Gargano, and NXT with with uh, Triple H down there, a lot of them aren't afraid to say no and give their ideas at least. 
or to, or to like they want to push for something that mm-hmm. they really want. That's because they think they can feel like because Triple H is legit working with all of them. Like you know, like he's always around, and like you know, probably Sean's down there being like, "Don't be afraid to go talk to him. Don't be afraid to yeah. go talk to him." Yeah, exactly. I mean, they always say like, "Hey, you want to have a relationship with Vince?" But I think some of them just think that is like, "Oh, being able to say hello to him or like joke around with him." It's like, no, you gotta like. You got to fight for yourself because, like, Vince, yeah, I get, you know, Vince makes the final decisions and maybe he has his finger on the pulse of everything, so he says, but uh, wrestlers have their own mind. They have stories they want to be told that can be really good. They know more from a wrestler aspect than Vince, I think, a little bit. That, mm-hmm. like, this is where I want to go. This could possibly work. I have somebody that we want to work together, and I think we could tell this cool story. And I think Vince doesn't, you know, know all of that. And, you know, unless you go up and, you know, fight for it he's not gonna give it a chance or really think about it because he's kind of fucking clueless to a lot of stuff so yeah i don't know i mean maybe dean probably should have not been such a yes man and but uh, i don't know it's who knows what actually went on backstage but right obviously uh my god that video he just looked it just like just this like a uh, weight was just lifted off his shoulder mm-hmm and it was just badass, like, yeah, I'm breaking out of your stupid fucking asylum. Right, yeah, he's, like, it totally what that last promo was. He was like, I'm free, I'm out, like, yeah. Yeah, just, it was sweet, got me amped up. I was like, damn, this is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. So. I can't wait, I can't wait. I really does hope, I really hope that he does go to uh, AEW. I just want to see, like, I just want to see him versus Omega. And I want to see, like, him versus, like, the young... I just want to see, like, I feel like him versus the elite would just be a fun, like, story. Like... Yeah, it would. Like, maybe have him team up with Jericho. Oh, that'd be crazy. That'd be awesome. Holy shit, the promos of those two would be incredible. And let him be not... Be a heel, and finally not have him be so fucking goofy. And, like, let him just go in on, like, everybody. Like... Right. Yeah, exactly. Be awesome, It'd be awesome. Yep, yep, yep. So good for him, man. I'm glad he's. I know you are too. We're glad that you know he's gonna be able to get some freedom and you know never say never. He might end up back in WWE. You know, you, you never know. So I could see it. I could see it. Um, did you ever watch that Cody promo? I did. Dude, it's badass. Yeah, it is. It's I love awesome. when he, when he's like, sure, The Rock was electric. But is it anything, and with all of his rhymes and all of his sayings, but was it yeah. anything better than what Punk said on that stage? Yeah, I'm like, stage. ooh. I'm like, is Punk coming to AEW? <laughs> <laughs> no, Punk actually, uh, there's a tweet uh, a little bit ago that came out. He is going to be commentating for some type of MMA thing. Oh, he is? Yeah, that's what I saw. So, uh, but I, I, I think he needs to get out of the MMA world. I do, I don't too. Think, I don't think it's his cup of tea. I don't care if he doesn't wrestle either, but I don't know. Maybe like start writing, start your own comic book thing or something i don't know <laughs> i just miss him in wrestling like he's just he was he's too good like not to be wrestling like yeah. and you know you don't have many years left like wrestling he's getting up there in age so it's like it's now or never right yeah i like, don't know he's just too good he's just so fucking good on the mic like that's what i yeah. really miss him on is the mic yeah dude his storytelling was just incredible mm-hmm. yeah but uh yeah that promo by cody rhodes was uh it was awesome. It was. it was good. It was like that perfect, uh, that 
he walked the line perfectly of like reality and the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. I love that uh, he's like, I'm not here to kill my brother. I'm here to kill the attitude error. I'm like, yes. Yeah, yes. dude, I loved, I loved what he said where he's like, uh, yeah, you know, you guys paved the road, but, you know, then you put the speed limit at 35 and, you know, you were afraid for anybody to fucking put their, you know, the pedal to the ground or something like mm-hmm. that. I was like, it's kind of fucking true. Yeah, it is. It's fucking awesome. As Katie yeah. was sitting here and Katie just goes, wow, wow. Yeah. Like she said, wow, like three times at the promo. I'm like, like you're gonna be the biggest fucking mark for AEW once it starts, and like, no, I, I know. and at the rate that WWE is going right now, I might be as well. I mean, I probably will be, but just like, you're probably gonna be watching Raw one day, and she's gonna walk in and be like, "Oh, you're still watching this crap, you fucking mark." Like AEW is where it's at, and she's gonna like throw a fucking tomato at you, and you're yeah. just gonna be like, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> AEW or riot, Todd? AEW or riot? Yeah. <laughs> what the you're gonna call me like i need help <laughs> i need help right now <laughs> she's scaring me what did i turn this i turned this sweet girl into a monster she's brought down barbed wire and she's like over here like just laughing putting herself through a fucking table oh no what the hell's going on <laughs> we've gone through nine tables this month <laughs> oh man cease and yeah, desist man. motherfucker yeah. <laughs> what? what does that even mean i'm just making dinner <laughs> <laughs> holy fuck god oh, that's damn great. what a world yeah man i don't know i think uh aw this uh it's double or nothing i think i think uh if, i don't know man if i'm wwe i would be paying attention to aw and seeing what they're doing because well i think what wwe is doing right now is it's like we had mania and it was fantastic and now it's like crap we are back Dude. to square one which we didn't think was going to happen and Aaron AEW is all the talk. Aaron said it the best. Uh, he hasn't been this like disconnected from wrestling or like felt like so like just not in, like interested in wrestling since like oh eight oh nine. And I'm like yeah. fuck, I am kind of getting like that with Raw. Like, yeah, I just I don't <laughs> care to watch like at all. Yeah, and I mean obviously we think a part of it has to do with the NHL playoffs, but even still, like I I don't even care. I wasn't even like. I didn't care to look on Twitter at anything. I don't know. And then some dumb mark on Twitter I saw was like, oh, yeah, well, uh, that's what happens when you don't have Brock around. I was like, shut up. Oh, yeah, God, Jesus Christ. Like, no, No, shut yeah, up. sorry. We didn't even care about that. We cared about Kofi and Brian. Like, yeah. No, this is, here, you dumbass mark. This is what happens when you don't have Brian around anymore. Like, yeah, no kidding. Um, I guess he's, I guess he's hurt. Yeah, he's he's not like hurt hurt. He's just like kind of mm-hmm. just recharging a little bit. Yeah, I don't blame him. Fuck, he was running hard for fucking. Yeah, I, I told you it was like before Mania. I was like, man, he's been some of his matches taking some like crazier and crazier bumps that I don't like. That's that what's that's Ring of Honor Daniel Bryan. Like that's yeah. the Daniel Bryan that would go a hundred and ten percent. Yeah, I mean, don't like I, I like what he like I I didn't like it as in like I just don't want him to get hurt. Not that like I didn't enjoy or like think what I was doing was great in the ring. Obviously, it was fucking awesome uh, the way he wrestled. But I was just like, man, just oh, please don't push it too far. Like, I know you're healthy, but you know, like, <laughs> damn it, don't, just don't please don't get hurt. Yes, like I love what you're doing. This is awesome, but damn it, if you took it back a little bit, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> right. Um, and the thing with WWE right now is what I don't understand. It's like they have such a talented roster from from bottom to top like legit yeah. 
filled with some of the best talent in the world. Right. And you still can't put on good programming. And that's not mm. that's nothing against the wrestlers. This is on the fuck this is on fucking Vince and on the producers on not giving them the green light to just fucking take off and like Cody said, put the pedal to the floor and fucking go. You're telling mm-hmm. me that wrestling can't be intense every week right now? Bullshit. It should be intense every week right now. Like Yeah. Like there yeah. should be you should want us give us a reason to tune in. We don't have any reason to tune in right now. Like, no. Kofi won the title really. and then you gave us a fucking bait and switch on the night after WrestleMania. And it's just like Jesus Christ. Like Yeah. I mean that's when after that the night after WrestleMania when they did the fucking when they had the bar come out or like whatever, mm-hmm. and that's when it was just like seriously. Like you had is... a perfect opportunity to make something Mm-hmm. Very like special this, here. This is where you're going with it. Like, right. come on. Like that. That I remember after that, I was like, "Oh man, here we go." Like instead of it, the superstar shakeup, have Styles come out and just attack Seth Rollins and turn heel. That's what everybody would have been like. Holy shit! Yeah, well, that's why I said they need to get rid of the shakeup and just have GMs and like have like like almost like professional sports. Like you have trades. Like or, you all of a sudden make it like if if Styles were to show up. It could be like, holy shit, why did Styles show up? Like, why did, how did he switch shows? And, like, the next week, it's like, we made a trade. Or right. something, I don't know. You know, it's something different than, like you said, it's, the, I, I don't know. It's just, I, I just, I'm just not invested. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I think a lot of people aren't invested right now. I think, like, half of wrestling fans. I think we're, like, like, Dave Meltzer brought up this, and it got me thinking, which I don't agree with. He was, like, are their ratings going to affect AEW's like sponsorships? I'm like, no, I think people are waiting for AEW. I think people are ready for AEW to start. Like, I think wrestling fans are so fucking ready for it to start that they want it now because Mm -hmm. what we're getting right now is dog shit. And we don't have that alternative to look to right now. Yeah. Uh, The way I look at it, it's like each week they're almost like, like rewriting like their rough draft for like a paper where it's mm-hmm. like they're writing something they're like oh that's terrible and like they just keep bouncing around too much like dude wrestling it's it's not a, it should not be a hard show to book it should not be a hard show to write like nope. it really shouldn't i don't understand i don't understand this let triple h fucking book the shows let triple h run the shows like yeah. look at how well he's doing with nxt right now like yep no, well, and we see what happens to NXT guys when they come up and Vince gets control of them because he doesn't watch the fucking show. No, he, he doesn't watch NXT. Bullet sounds to Ricochet's theme song and entrance now. Pew pew. Like yeah, what the fuck is that? Yeah. What's up with this? Like, like Alistair Black. You have to hear him like rise up now. <coughs> Excuse me. You have to hear him like rise up. Yeah. What the fuck? Just little shit like that. Stop that! Yeah, it's like Stop why? It. It's like why are you worried? About, like you, it's like they're worried about the wrong things. It's like nobody cares about that, right? Fucking focus on the actual show. No, man, I think, like you said, dude, I think people are ready for another outlet. I think they're ready for AEW. They're ready to give it a chance and see what it is. Like I said, man, I think you know people are like, oh, it's, we're not going to get WCW uh, WWE war with this. It's like, in my opinion, I think WWE's becoming WCW a bit. They are. I think you got a bunch of people. I've obviously Vince is in control, but these the advertisement people, all this other stuff. I think they got they got their hand just as much in what in the pot of what they want on their what they want to be supporting and stuff. And 
bunch of people that don't know anything about wrestling, kind of like with uh, Turner down there. There was a bunch of people who didn't know shit about wrestling that mm-hmm. were in control trying to make decisions, and look what happened. It's like, oh, yeah, hey, you can come to WWE make a bunch of money, but you're not going to be happy. No, you're not. And the thing that's going to take off is that you're going to see AEW like start like producing amazing content, and you might see them legit like start like getting unbelievable ratings, right? And this is where you might see Triple H. You might have Triple H legitimately step in behind the scenes, take over, Mm -hmm. and you might see another Attitude Era. You really might just so they can get the ratings back. They might do whatever it takes to get those fucking ratings back if it starts fucking over WWE. Yeah, which which I think it might. Like you know, not saying AEW is like the biggest threat in the world, but hey, it's when's the last time WWE faced a threat, especially a threat that has no. Like, there's no, uh, there's really not many restrictions. Like, I think whatever television network they go with, obviously, there might be a little more restrictions, but it's, uh, they're not, Cody's not going to do a TV contract that's not going to allow them to be them. Right. It's been close to 20 years. It'll be 20, it'll be 20 years in two years once WCW got bought out. Yeah. Which is crazy. I don't know. If I was, uh, if I was Vince in WWE, I'd figure it the fuck out quick. I would too. I would too. Um, with that being said, I guess let's get into Raw and SmackDown. Uh, not a whole lot happened on this week's both shows. I thought both shows were very slow and boring. Um, Becky, I thought was the best part of both shows. Um, Becky is like, we talked about this. You and I talked about this, how we think Becky might have been losing a little steam here, but now I think it's come to full terms, especially this past week. She was the only one getting chants, like getting like the crowd, like chanting her name. Like the crowds this right. week were kind of dead. Like they weren't the best wrestling crowds, but they weren't the deadest wrestling crowds I've seen. But yeah. they were the only person they were going crazy for and chanting the name was Becky. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Like I would say probably like I, I didn't really watch too much this morning. I watched like some recaps and stuff like Becky and I'd probably say maybe the Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston were probably the two best things. And add in uh, Rollins and Styles because that and, was awesome. Yeah, Rollins and Styles. I mean, you know, but yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Like Becky's still getting getting the reaction. So, mm-hmm. and I think Lacey Evans is starting to grow on me a little bit. And I like the story. I like this angle right now. That's like the so one intense like angle that they have going right now. There's they just don't like each other and they want to beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, somebody made a good point about Becky Lynch where they were like, "You're not bored of Becky Lynch. It's just that like you're used to it kind of by now, almost not like used to it as like in a she bored just, way, but like she needs a a different angle. She needs somebody else that can match her intensity and." Lacey Evans is kind of matching it a little bit in terms of like standing toe to toe and not being uh-huh. afraid to stand toe to toe. Like we need somebody else that can go like head to head with Becky. Sasha would have been the perfect person to put against Becky. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I'm with you. I think Lacey's held her own, especially uh, physicality wise and uh, on the mic even. Yeah, she's pretty good on the mic. I did. Yeah. I was cracking up at what Becky said to her uh, when they were pulling the referees were pulling them away. Becky. <laughs> Like, the camera kind of got her saying it, like, faintly saying it, but she goes, get in the kitchen and make me a sandwich, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> did you see on Did you see on Twitter, I think, uh, 
uh, da, 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 Lacey Evans tweeted her and said something about like, uh, I'm paraphrasing. It was like, I did this and that, and I cook for my family, blah, blah, because I'm a woman. This is what I do. And then at the end of it, she said, oh, God damn it. What did she say? She made a spelling error, and Becky Lynch just perfectly executed Twitter as as usual. Hold on. Let me find it real quick. If you have anything you want to say about Becky, go for it while I find this. Um, I love Becky. Becky's the best. Becky's the man. Um. <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. Lacey Evan goes, sweetheart, I've been making sandwiches, raising babies, and feeding my man the whole time you've been striving to be successful in life. But I can whip you up some homemade soup for money in the bank because the only way you'll be able to eat is through a stall. S-T-A-W. She meant to say straw. (laughs) Becky goes, good for you, so you'd agree a woman can be whoever, whatever she likes, question mark. Wife, mother, CEO, businesswoman, or the man of this whole damn business. Now make my sandwich plank while I go Google what a stall is. <laughs> I just, I love it, man. I, I love it. Everybody's like, well, not everybody, JCD. Like, oh, she's going to cut the same promo. She's the man and blah, blah. It's like, well, Lacey Evans is going to cut the same promo while how she's a woman and a lady and you're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, they all have their own. It's like Charlotte. That's been my whole thing, like, with JCD. Like, it's just been like, dude, it's the same thing. Like, it's, everybody has that gimmick. Everybody has, like, their one thing that they, they go to, you know? That's every yeah. wrestler ever. Like, The Rock, if you smell it, The Rock is cooked. I mean, come on. How many times are we going to listen to The Rock rhyme? Like, come on. Right, yeah, or Austin call people a piece of trash or... Give me a hell you know, yeah. Like, Give me a hell yeah, yeah, you know? It's just that the whole Charlotte Becky thing has been going on for like it went on for so long. That's all you heard, right? Yeah. So like now you get Lacey Evans, and that's, I that's her. That's why I said I'm I'm more infested in the Lacey Evans view than I am the Charlotte one now. Same. It's just it's, it's something different, and I like it. Yeah. Um, it's a challenge for Becky. It's like it's, it's not making Becky. It's just making both of them look badass, her and Lacey, because it's not like Becky just beating the shit out of them. Like, it's like Lacey getting one up on Becky a little bit here or there, and. You know, happened to Austin too. Austin didn't always fucking you know come out on top in a brawl or something like that. But if he ever, if he ever, you know, if somebody got the better of him, he'd give that little smile to the camera and say something kind of like Becky does. Like it, right? You know, it it works. I, I'm I like this feud. I'm ready to give it a chance and let it uh maybe let it go for a couple programs. Same, same. And then uh, let's move on from that. Let's go to Rollins and Styles. Uh, just great promo cutting against each other. Basically being like this is a dream match. And then they just beat the shit out of each other. Rollins fucking launching himself through those fucking ropes to Styles. Sorry. Holy oh, yeah. shit, dude. dude he nuts. flew through those ropes. Yeah. And dude, then that, that, the forearm spot was... Yeah, that was dope. Through the table, I was like, wait, how did that happen? I had to, uh, I had to like rewatch the, the clip like four times. I was so... I was like, wait a minute. How did he get him... <laughs> the fuck? How did this work? <laughs> I mean, it was perfectly executed. Yeah, and the way, like, Rollins, like, jumps up and, like, catches him to go through the table, too, was, like... Yeah. As little things like that that people don't notice. Yeah, I was like, did he jump? Did he jump I was like, did he he jump? I didn't, like... If he did, he fucking did it perfectly to where you just... I don't know. All you could see is him just just going through uh, the table. Who, uh... Are they having... Like I said, I didn't really watch. I didn't really see too much of the promo. Are they having Styles play the heel a little bit more? Like, like not a complete heel, but 
point a no, little more of the heel, or is it kind of an even? Uh, it's pretty even. Just two guys, you know, promoing each other, yep. beating the shit out of each other, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like it too. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, that was that. Uh, Shane McMahon popping up and basically fucking choking out Miz was cool. I was not expecting Shane to just pop up. And I like that they're I, continuing this. I do like that they're continuing it. Yeah, so do I. I just hate the way Shane throws punches. Why, because they're real? Well, <laughs> yeah, because I think he has, like, no self-control. And it's like, all right, dude, like, you don't got to actually pop this. I mean, I get, you know, make it. I'm sure Miz doesn't care. But I don't know. The way he punches, it's just like, boop, 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 boop. They're like socket, like uh, the little robot guys. Like, it's such like a short little jab. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weirdo Shane, especially because he throws three punches and then he's bright red. Yeah, because he's tired already. <laughs> he's gassed. But uh, it was announced on Raw that Miz versus Shane in a steel cage. So at uh, Money in the Bank. So Money in the Bank's shaping up the cards, shaping up to be pretty good. So yeah, it doesn't look bad. And I'm God, I'm so happy there's a steel cage match. Finally, right? We haven't had one in a while. No, I miss when they would just pop up on Raw. <laughs> yeah. Or like, Those why is this happening? Great. Do you remember like? There was an episode of Raw like in 2003 that I remember perfectly, and it was kind of like I remember watching my dad. My dad's like, "Why are they having a steel cage match at the beginning of Raw?" And then the Raw ends with like the cage trapping like I think Rob Van Dam and Evolution just beat the shit out of Van Dam. Yeah, it's like, oh well, that's why they had to have the cage match at the beginning just so they can get the spot at the end where they trap him in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the last like great cage match that I remember what was like the last five six seven years is the um the wyatt family and daniel bryan yeah it was on raw and it was like such a cool moment it's like they got brian brian's trapped in the cage with bray all that crazy stuff and then he ends it with him like you know he takes off the wyatt outfit and he gets on top of the cage i was like fuck yeah that's a perfect time for a a Monday night steel cage match where and those yes chants were so loud oh god i i remember pop i was like yes that was perfect. Whoever wrote that was perfect. That's that, that's that's a vision that you want for like a story. Like, yep. I don't know. I just missed the random like Kate. Not like random without a point, but you know, it's like you have two guys feuding, going at it, and it's like, all right, you know what? We'll put the title on the line in a cage match tonight. It's like what? And then maybe the title changes hand, or you know, you can still continue the feud with it, but add some kind of fire to it every once in a while on a raw instead of just like your typical normal one on one. 20 minute dance that they do which mm-hmm. is cool like i like it but it doesn't hurt to throw a little bit of uh extreme into it right exactly exactly you know, just add another element just for you know i don't know could help tell the story i agree definitely I agree. but then you uh, got the marks like i can't see through the cage shut up shut up yeah shut the fuck up <laughs> shut up <laughs> shut the fuck up yeah so um with that being said let's go to smackdown let's go to uh let's talk about the money in the bank stuff last um Kofi and oh, okay. Kevin Owens just building up this rivalry. Owens super kicking Xavier. And then Owens at the end bringing out the action figures. Like, oh, you can't be here. So here, I got you one better. Here, these stupid little action figures. <laughs> Pulls him out of his pocket and starts talking to him, knocks him over. Then Kofi comes out and beats the shit out of Owens. Yeah, man. I like uh, I like Kofi's, like the championship style he has. So do I. I. I like the little bit of uh, like grit they're at, like adding to him. Like the, you know, at the end of that, he was on top of the ropes, you know, yelling at Kevin Owens, like, "What? This is what you want, man. This is this is what you want. All right, fine, man. I'll give it to you." Like he has that 
this Kevin Owens feeds perfect for him. So I think it's going to bring out that little more of a badass, uh, you know, I guess the so-called regular tough guy champion that everybody wants to see. It's almost like when uh, Mick Foley would wrestle like Triple H, like it brings out that a little bit of a new element to him. And I don't know. I like it. I like it that he's not a regular, um, you know, the typical champion that everybody has been used to. Right. It's different. It is different. It's a breath of fresh air. Yeah, Um, man. It's cool. It's fun. It's exciting. um, Yeah. So we got that moving forward. um, Money in the bank. And then we had sad moment on SmackDown. The Hardy Boys giving up the tag titles. So Jeff yeah. had surgery on his leg. So, is that because that Lars Sullivan douchebag hurt him? I don't actually think so, Mark. But I think he got hurt doing something. I think he got hurt at a house show wrestling. But <laughs> that's what they said on SmackDown. <laughs> nice subtle Mark comment. <laughs> is that fuck Bobby Lashley hurt Kevin Owens? <laughs> okay, that was bad. <laughs> that one was bad. I'll admit that. Well, I just fucking hated him. I don't know. It just it would, it would just make me mad if that's how they legit like that's what caused the injury because of some trying to fucking do the whole big guy and Tim like I beat up everybody. But obviously, I'm sure Jeff got hurt in another way. God, yeah, that's sad. Mm-hmm. I was looking forward to that little title run. Oh well. Oh, well. Maybe, maybe Matt Hardy joins the Firefly Funhouse now. <laughs> That's, that, that thing's just awesome. I love it. Oh, yeah. Me it's too. It's the Ramblin' Rabbit. The Ramblin' Rabbit. Who <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a like a 30-year smoker. Right. And uh, yeah. speaking of Bray Wyatt, I just want to point this out. He tweeted out. He tweeted out, a couple years ago, Randy Orton did some pretty bad stuff to me. He destroyed my (laughs) temple, uncrowned me as the champion of the world, caused my brother to abandon me, and betrayed my trust. Worst of all, he didn't say he was sorry. Sorry. But I forgive you, Randy Bobanders. And they put up a gif that just says him going, wowie, wowie. (laughs) Did you see what Orton tweeted to him? I was about to say, and here's what Randy Orton tweeted back. Randy Orton said, you had WWE spend $2 million on a photo projected bugs. What do you expect me to do at Trailer Park Boys? Bo fucking bandy over in and, in and out. Hashtag House of Horrors. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Randy's response. Dude, Randy, Randy's in a mode where he just doesn't give a shit anymore. Like, well, he can get away with it. Yeah. You know, and it's entertaining as shit. I like it. Yeah. You know, why not? Be a dick. It's great. Everybody already thinks you're a dick anyway, so all right, fine. I'll be a dick. Yeah, exactly. It works. Yeah. Um. Aside from that, uh, SmackDown had some good matches this week. Um, the uh, tag match with Ali and Balor versus Orton and uh, Andrade was really good. Uh, but this is again WWE falling on the let's just have matches instead of telling stories aspect that like I think needs to yeah. kind of like chill out like a little bit on like. Let's get the mm-hmm. stories back. But, yeah, other than that, that's what it is. Um, let's get into Money in the Bank. Uh see. I feel like I'm missing one thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn cutting another great promo. Yeah, I, uh, that was, like, the one thing I caught Tuesday. I like I liked the promo. I like what he's been doing. I think if they – 
if they go like two more weeks of that, I think people are going to be kind of like, okay, we get it. Like you hate us. Mm-hmm. Like I think he needs somebody needs to come out and either try to shut him up or, or they need someone to he needs someone to get into a feud with. Right. So I think if they go on, I mean, that'll be two more weeks. That'll be what almost a, good, a month, maybe a little bit more of him doing the same kind of spiel, which it works. I like it, but uh, now's the time. I think you got to bring in the uh, the crowd hero to have him battle against or something. So that's just my opinion. Like, I don't think it's bad or anything. Just I just hope they don't overdo it. Yeah, same, same. Um, yeah. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn doesn't like people. Um. Uh, I don't like. I don't Goldberg's like coming back. To him. <laughs> He's wrestling on the Saudi Arabia show. Ugh, who cares? Neat. Goldberg, Lesnar, and Undertaker are all going to be at that show. And somebody tweeted out, "So you, you mean the real WrestleMania?" It's like, no, fuck that. That's not. No, fuck that. No. Yeah. Shut up. Stupid. Uh, yeah. So it'll be probably Goldberg, Lesnar. I'm going to assume. I don't know, but. Oh, and Lesnar's apparently not doing UFC, so now people are like, is he going to come back? And it's like, I really fucking hope not. Uh, there is a rumor that he might be retiring. Uh, might be retiring from WWE as well. Cool. Do that. <laughs> Do that, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. The Saudi Arabia show, I, I don't know. I I get why they do it, but also it's just like... And Roman said he's apparently not interested in going. So, If I was some of the wrestlers, I wouldn't either, because... I feel like that, like, whatever they want to call it, a pay-per-view, whatever, it doesn't mean anything, and they waste too much time on it on Raw, and I think it just gets in the way of storytelling. It honestly. does. Like, I feel like any of these big, like, little sh- whatever shows they've been doing, they they don't they don't even tell a story. They just worry about promoting where it's going to be, and, oh, my God, it's going to be here, and this right. and that, and these superstars. It's like, it, it's almost just like it, it interferes with what's actually the story that had been previously going on, it just right. takes away from it. I don't know. That's if, just my opinion. If it's the greatest Royal Rumble again, we'll have another uh, little Royal Rumble pool. Yeah. That would be fun, but other than that, I don't give a shit. Like, Yeah, this. I don't either, man. It's too much stuff. It is. It's too much. <laughs> all right, so here we go. Money in the Bank, all the participants were announced this past year <laughs> on Raw. From the Raw side for the men, we have... Ricochet, Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, and Baron Corbin. I don't mind it. Uh, no, I'm really glad Ricochet's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think I think Jay tweeted this. Like, okay, you have Bobby Roode beat him. Where's Bobby Roode? It's a good point. Why, how like, where he was isn't... Bobby Roode on Raw? Yeah. Yeah, especially when last week that was like one of the most talked about things was a uh, good old – oh, I'm sorry, not Bobby Roode. Uh, Robert. Robert. Robert Roode. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it's like that was one of the most talked about things, and he's not even on the show. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that makes I, no I don't sense. Know. Yeah, I'm. Uh, but yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm okay with the participants. I really, I don't know. Bray's in it. Oh, not Bray. Sorry, uh, Braun. Uh, I don't know. Take uh, actually take Braun out and put Robert in. Yeah, or I think it'd be cool to put Bray in somehow. Yeah, or Sammy. But, yeah, or Sammy. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I'm, a, I'm okay with them. I'm, I'm glad McIntyre's in it. I think he kind of deserves to have a. I wouldn't be upset if he won the Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. But yeah. on SmackDown, they uh, we have Ali, Ali, Balor, Andrade, and Orton, and both shows basically did the exact same thing. They had tag matches against like 
the two good guys versus the two bad guys on both shows. Like, come on. Yeah, guys are getting God, so I, lazy. I hate when they do that. That was like before they... Uh, oh, man. I don't think it was the brands. But do you remember for like last year for a while, it was like SmackDown and Raw were like basically the same shows. Just different wrestlers. It was like the same matches. Kind a of the same bit. story. It was like... What the? It's like, come on, you got to like differentiate yourself. And then SmackDown really started to, but yeah, for a while it was like kind of the same. Like you said, it's like, why are you like this past week? Why are you just booking the same exact thing? It's it doesn't like, make any sense. Yeah, like come on, get creative, do something. Like yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah, God, do something. And then it was better, but them announcing that was better than the fucking women's announcement. Oh my god. I heard that was bad. Dude, it was cringeworthy bad. Like, mm. the Raw side, at least, was cringeworthy. I, like, I was watching it, and it got to the point where I was like, I can't watch this anymore. Like, and I just, like, I fast-forward through the rest of the entire episode after that <laughs> because I was just like, I can't watch this anymore. Like, it's getting, Did you, were it's you horrible. sitting there, like, feeling like, <laughs> like you felt embarrassed? Yeah. Like that's the worst when you're watching something like and you start feeling embarrassed. You're like, oh my god, this is I feel so embarrassed for these people, <laughs> dude. Like legit. Like I was just sitting there, I'm just like, oh no, stop talking. <laughs> Fucking Dana, goddamn Brooke is in the match, which I don't get. Why is she getting like a major push right now? Like how <laughs> I texted you last night. I go, is Dana Brooke really in this match and Ruby Riot isn't? And you said, right. yes. Like, what? How does that what make did, any sense? Or anybody in the Riot Squad? What did those three do backstage to piss somebody off that not one of them is in this match? Right. Ruby Riot should be in this match. She should be talked about as being a potential winner of this match. Yeah. How is she, But then you put fucking plastic surgery Dana Brooke, who cuts a shitty promo. She does her exclusive vaccine. She's like, people don't see it, but I am working just as hard as people that are working you know i'm working too i can't think of other words to say but they don't see it but i'm you weren't working you were getting fucking work done on your face shut up and i'm working and talk very slowly (laughs) oh man it was her and natty going back and forth and i'm just like oh Oh, my god make the stop make the stop uh, oh my god! I and didn't then watch it. I and then Naomi it. came out, which it got like kind of better, but not really. And then Alexa just saved it. But Alexa was fucking uh, the funny thing about this whole thing was Natty and Dana Brooke were arguing, and Alexa made them like stop. She jumps in, she goes, "Girl, she's like, women, stop! You guys are embarrassing. Save this for something else. Go backstage and do it where nobody else can hear you or see you off camera." <laughs> and the crowd popped and cheered for her, and like. Dana kind of made like a face like at the crowd like what the fuck but it's like it's shut up it's true yeah it's just shut up it was hilarious it was fucking hilarious that the crowd popped for that and started cheering Alexa and Alexa's like "Hmm, I know (laughs) yeah god oh that's bad yeah that's that's probably the only like I I would not have Dana Brooke and I'd have Ruby Riot in other than that I'm not too upset with the competitors that they named on Raw right I understand why Natalia's in it Dana Brooke yeah. is the one I'm just like, I'd rather even have Tamina in over Dana Brooke. Oh, my God. Yeah. Or fucking throw Nikki Cross in there. Right. Or Mickey James. Yeah. Or Fuck. Ruby Riot or Sarah Logan. 
Like, yeah. holy shit. Jesus Christ. You have so many I, more talented women on the roster, and that's who you go with? I'm really upset about Ruby Riot, man, because we've both kind of, like, really liked her in the Riot squad, and, you know, she was getting a nice little... They were pretty fucking entertaining and putting on good matches, and then until uh, till they had them pretty much job the last, like, two weeks before Mania, and it was like, what in the fuck did they do wrong? Right. And then on uh, the SmackDown side, we got Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, and Carmella. A way better uh, choice of wrestlers yeah. on the SmackDown side. Um, definitely. I definitely think a SmackDown person is going to win the money in the bank for the women's. And I think somebody from Raw is probably going to win the men's. Yeah, I think so too. And I, I'm, I think I said, I think I might have said this a few months ago even, but I kind of won like Ember Moon to get a chance with the money in the bank. I but can see, I can actually see. Anybody but Carmella on the SmackDown side actually winning the match. That's what I was. That's what I was about to say. It's like, but I could really see any of them. Like, I'd, any one of them would benefit from having it. Yep. And there's still Bailey, maybe. Yeah. Bailey, they're starting to push more and more as a singles competitor again. I mean, she's been wrestling Charlotte and Bailey, or excuse me, uh, Becky Lynch the last two weeks, and yeah. really good matches too. So, mm-hmm. and then you get. Mandy Rose getting in the match. That's they're starting to set up a Sonya Deville face turn. I think on her. Yeah, I think so too. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We had that prediction show the week before, uh, or the the week of Money in the Bank, whenever it is. So we'll have our predictions then. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. all right. That just about does it for the wrap up this week. You want to hit him with uh, one, two, three. Uh, yeah, I will. Uh, number one, um, number one, uh, Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans, uh, once again, I mean, obviously Becky Lynch just, you know, being the hot topic of, uh, of the week again, even though some people might disagree, but Lacey Evans, especially I think is, uh, is the right person for this. And she's, each week she's uh growing on me and you more and more Mm -hmm. so props to her for sticking with it uh my number two uh that cody rhodes promo uh just incredible just that guy's a genius he is that guy is a genius he he is his he's he's dusty Rhodes to like almost like obviously not quite but if there's anybody that's going to be close to him when it comes to promos creativity psychology i think he's right there yep i agree he got he got nothing against uh you know dustin Rhodes. uh he's just as creative but cody's got something he's got that fire and that fire is going to take that company a long fucking way yep he's he's just good and he's just got a smoking hot wife who he calls out boobs all the time (laughs) (laughs) which is hysterical I've forgotten uh, so many likes on this picture. It's because your boobs are hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> or we'll just, we'll or just because boobs. <laughs> yeah, so I'll post a picture and be like, uh, sun's out, what a great day. And he'll just be like, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Good stuff. Uh, and my number three, the pinfall of the week. The shocker. The the biggest tweet out of any wrestler. His very first tweet. John Moxley. With just an awesome video. He's free. He's like. He is free. He's like the genie at the end of aladdin i'm free i'm free just uh man just awesome you know awesome. uh i forgot to say this earlier but somebody pointed out in that video that there's a hound 
dog, you know, kind of chasing after him. Mm-hmm. Hounds of Justice trying to, uh, you know, bring him back. But he gets away. Ah. But he gets away. Yeah, little uh, Easter eggs there, Todd. Yeah, so fucking this movie Mark. was very well done. Oh, like yeah. It. And I'm with you. I think this was Ambrose production. Yeah, I do too. Because I don't think, I don't know how contracts work, but I think if he was doing something, I don't think there's no way he could do something with AEW producers and stuff while he's still under contract with WWE. Well, his contract's over. It's It's up now. Well, right, but... I mean, they didn't put it together last night. Right, but, I mean, legally, it's okay to put it up now because... Oh, because it's after the... Okay, yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I so said I didn't... That's, I why, didn't maybe that that's why it came up last night at midnight, because it was May 1st. Right. And his contract mm. was up on April 30th. What a way to kick off May. Oh, shit. <laughs> I loved it, man. I loved it. Yeah, go back and watch the... Uh, watch it again, pay attention for the dice, and then... Uh, I think like the little hound dog supposed to be a, a thing. There's blood though, so I don't know if you want to watch it. Uh, yeah, I can't. I, it's got to stick to PG programming. Okay. I need Just... white. I need somebody with white gloves to come by and wipe that off his hand, please. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, what's my one, two, three, Phineas. Uh, my number one this week. Uh, Jordan Devlin versus Walter on NXT UK. I was watching it while we were recording. Holy fuck! What a match. <laughs> They beat the shit out of each other. Walter is... gets like bloodied like at the end, like by Jordan Devlin. Yeah, dude. Oh, so there's like a long history between these two, like wrestling. So okay. when I saw that they were wrestling each other today, I was like, I'm watching NXT UK because their matches are fucking great. And this okay. match was no different. It was just a fucking brawl. And then at the end, Pete Dunn comes out and he goes, I want my rematch. And Walters nods his head and says, yes. And, that's how the show ends. Is Jordan Devlin's the one that Finn came out and wrestled at the UK Takeover, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so basically little, basically little Finn, Finn too. Yeah, little Finn. Yeah. yeah, that guy's awesome. Yeah, I like him. I really, I like I really him a lot. That match. Yeah. A lot of people didn't like him in the Cruiserweight Classic, but uh, he's really hitting a stride on uh, NXT UK as a heel. So I like it. Nice, good for um, him. Two hundred five live. My number two, two hundred five lives main event. Fucking Tony Nese and Drew Gulak just tearing down the house. Fucking phenomenal match. 205 Live slowly coming back again. I can't wait for Drew Gulak to be on the main roster one day. Hopefully. Or hopefully he just leaves and goes to AEW. Yeah, even though I don't watch 205 that much, whenever I see a clip of him on the internet, I just I, he's just awesome. He is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, point proven. And <laughs> Dur- what does he call him, Dorito? What? Get get back in the ring, Lindsay. Lindsay Dorito. Get back in the ring, Lindsay Dorito. <laughs> Point proven. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. Good, good stuff. And of course, my number three is the same as your number three. John Moxley is free, and he is back. And I love John Moxley because John Moxley is a fucking psychopath. So, yeah. Ooh, be awesome Can't you know it'd be kind of cool in like a crazy world like obviously it wouldn't happen because she's just too sweet but like what if renee left and like just became a psycho and like was almost like a manager for him? like harley quinn style yeah but she's just too much of a sweetheart i was like hey i'm renee <laughs> i'll kill you grr <laughs> grr but here and then she pulls out like a fucking giant knife grr oh sorry don't get too close i'll stab you yeah, I, I really hope 
I really hope WWE doesn't like start treating her like shit. Because I could see Dean if he if or not Dean John Moxley if he starts if he does go to AEW, like if he starts doing promos or interviews and stuff, I could see him really fucking tearing into WWE. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, we've seen Vince be bitter before. I just hope he doesn't you know doesn't come down on her in any way because right, she's done pretty good at keeping her mouth shut about uh, how Dean feels and stuff like that. You know, she's respected the business, so I don't know. But hey, if she doesn't, she leaves. Maybe she'll go to AEW and just become a psycho. <laughs> right. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe she will. Only time will tell. Well, anyway, we just need wrestling to get more intense. Yeah, yeah. But until then, if you want real intense, you should check out our hockey talks. Yeah, baby. That's where all of our, that's where all of our passion is. It is. It really is. And we got yeah. the Blues tonight. Game four. Let's go Blues, baby. Let's go Blues. Big game could be a big one for us. So, and if any St. Louis and goes to Ballpark Village today and sees the fucking Stanley Cup, I'm not friends with you anymore. Yeah, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Don't Get touch it. It. Just, the, it shouldn't be there. And to the fucking idiot on ESPN here in St. Louis radio that was like, uh, if you think you can't touch it, you're just wrong. Like, why do? Why does it matter? We've already proven that if you say there's a no hitter in baseball, there can still be a no hitter. Shut up. Shut up. Who said that on ESPN? Uh, Well, that Dan Buffett guy made a tweet about it. It was like, if you want to touch it, touch it. Like, I'm sick of, like, these superstitions, like, that just want to be like a – That's like an unwritten rule of hockey. Like, you just don't touch it. You don't touch it until you win it. Say that to a hockey player. Say it to a fucking hockey player. I don't care if you're – if you – if you're a – ever – if you played in the pros or not. You don't – you don't touch it. They should take – And and to tell people – go ahead. That should just he should just get his like reporter card taken away for that comment. Like you should not be able to report on hockey if you're telling people to go ahead and touch the Stanley Cup when your city or team has not won a Stanley Cup. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Your your and, card gets taken away. Yeah. It made me mad because sometimes he actually a lot of stuff he kind of tweets about Cardinals and Blues. I tend to agree with for the most part, and I was like, this is a horrible take. And then some other guy from 101, Chris Rogney. You know that name. No, <laughs> no. Well, he's with them. He retweeted. Was like, "This is a hundred percent accurate." And if you think different, then you're just wrong. I go, "Oh, so I tweeted him. Oh, so we're wrong to to think that uh, a superstition, you know, or something we like is funny just because you say so." And he goes, "Uh, no, not just because I say so. It's just because you are wrong." And I was like, "Oh, what an intelligent comeback! <laughs> what an intelligent comeback!" Sorry, you know what? If people do want to touch it, I'm not going to, like, really rip into them. I'm just going to be like, you're a fucking idiot. You're not supposed to touch well, it. I'm about but to like, do a run-in when this show's over. Don't rip on us people that have our superstitions. Yeah. That want to have fun in anything. Like, it's fun for us. It's fun for me. It's going to mean more to me if the day ever comes in this life where we win the cup and I walk up to that cup and I'm like, wow. Because I've had, like, three chances to touch that fucking thing, and I never did. When I was at the Hockey mm-hmm. Hall of Fame, I was, like, I was like 12. I was like, nope, my dad goes, we can't touch it. I looked at him, I was like, I know. And I'm just staring at it. I can't touch it. So the, it's going to mean, it's weird, it makes no sense, but it's going to mean so much more to us yeah. when we do. I know this is a wrestling wrap-up, but <laughs> God damn it, it's, we're hockey fans, and we're going to get our WrestleMania moment this year, hopefully, hopefully. in hockey, and I'm going to make love to that cup if we hey, get it. Kofi got his moment, it's our turn. <sighs> Please. Please. <laughs> Bring Kofi to every game. No we need shit. that we need some positivity. No doubt. Well, anyway, oh, you can man. follow Offended on 
on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Periscope at OffendedPod. Make sure to go follow PWP Nation at PWP Nation on social media platforms as well. Uh, make sure to go listen to our Avengers, Game of Thrones, this wrestling talk, hockey talks, and Offended. Every We have a new episode every day this week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts, just by searching Offended. Subscribe, give us a five-star review. Um, make sure to go buy our t-shirt at www.prowrestlingtees.com by searching and, oh, excuse me, and search Offended. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, Trickton42. You can follow Stoutsy at Jimmy James 9417 on Instagram and Twitter, James V. Stout on Snapchat. And let's go, Blues. Come on. Yay, yay. Play Gloria. Let's go. We need it. We need it. I need it. <laughs> I need it. I need wrestling to be better. <laughs> I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need wrestling. I need uh, it. Uh, but yeah, let's go blues. Let's go blues. Let's go wrestling. Let's go John Moxley. Let's go. Let's keep it all together. For Stoutsy, I'm Tricky. This has been your weekly wrestling wrap-up by Offended, presented by PWP Nation. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.